Podnuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com slash Amazon. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 180. My name is Martin Obando, I'm one of the hosts here. My other host over there, Mitch the Man Heyman. Hey Mitch, how's it going? Pretty good, how are you? Good, good, good. So this is Geeksters and uh, I completely forgot the intro, but we're going to talk about it now. So sure, we talk about all things geeky, iPhones, iPads, Android devices, Chromebooks, tablets. I got a Chromebook story for you today. Um, man, we, we'll talk. If it's got a computer in it, at some point, we're going to talk about it. But first things first, I want to mention some of our great sponsors on the Podnuts Network. Head on over to podnuts.com right now. Don't worry, we'll wait. All right, once you're there, go up to the very top. There's a, Across the top, you're going to see a, a button called Deals. Click on that. About halfway through, you're going to see a big blue banner that says Fabs Auto Backup 6. You said, what? What is Fabs Auto Backup 6? That is a hands-down if I had, I have two hands. If I had three hands, I put three hands down. One of the best backup utilities in to move data um, that that I use. I just I, I say this to you as not only um, what do they say? Not only the president, but also the uh, the user. <laughs> I'm not the president, but anyways, um, this will move. If you've never used a Fabs backup auto backup, what happens is you have a computer, right? And the user needs to change computers. Well, you go in there and you manually grab the My Documents and the and the pictures and the videos and, you know, some of their settings. And then you move everything over. And they go, oh, well, what about, how come I, this doesn't look right and that doesn't look right. Well, Fabs Auto Backup takes care of that, right? All you do is you go in and you use Fabs Auto Backup. You select what you want or you just let it grab the whole darn thing. And then you take it. You get this executable. You move this product over to the other one. You run Fabs again. You say import. Boom. Bob's your uncle-in-law. You get your best, you get your desktop, your background, your music, your pictures, your favorites, your, any outlook configurations, all your signatures, any specialized, I like this thing over here and I want the dog to jump out over here and I want Clippy to pop up here. It all comes with it. Fabs Auto Backup. Check it out. Podnest.com. Click on deals. Halfway through. Fabs Auto Backup. There. Awesome. So, yeah. Great. Here we are. It's Saturday morning. It's, um, it's 8-11 for me. I'm a little tired, but that's okay. It's good for me. Early bird gets the worms when I heard. So, yeah. So. So I have had, oh my gosh, my week. Mitch, I got to tell you, <laughs> I am so thankful it's Saturday. So last Tuesday, right, we mentioned, hey, it's, uh, you know, it's Patch Tuesday. Don't forget to do all your patches. So what I do is I schedule out with my clients after the Patch Tuesday, usually on the weekend, I will do updates. And what I did is I did all my updates. Everything went smooth except for one computer. So one computer doesn't, one server doesn't go back up, doesn't come back up. And I'm not overly concerned with the server I, I am because it's down right and i don't know why it's down because i can't physically be on site to fix or fix it um but i know that we have some backups and you know we're, we're good um so th- i expect the gentleman to get there at six o'clock uh that morning on monday morning and i, I sent him an email said hey i I, have, I gotta go put ram in another server give me a call i'll be available didn't hear back from him so six o'clock rolls around i'm on site the other place still nothing heard from him i take this other computer i shut it down I don't put any RAM in it. I'm like, oh, wait, I got to do something else. I turn it back on. What happens? Nothing. This computer, this server does not turn on. <laughs> I hit the button and I hear the fan spins up and then it spins up louder because it's a, it's a Dell server, spins up louder and then it goes down and that's it. So I hook up a video monitor to it because it's headless um, and no video, nothing. I'm like, whoa, this is not good. Uh, okay, so I, I unplug it, wait again. Turn it back on with the video monitor in, thinking maybe just initialize the video. Fan spins up, spins back down, nothing. It's not posting. It's not beeping. It's not giving me any numbers on the front of the screen. On the, so on, on Dell servers, there's there's like one, two, three, four uh, numbers, and they're the codes that tell you when something's wrong. Um, nothing. All I'm getting is the blinking light that tells me the case is re- the sides removed, which I, I know that. 
Um, so it's like, okay, I, I still am in a good window. The, the business doesn't open until eight. They got one user. They have one employee there. He's just, he's doing his little work. Um, so I bring it back to my, my house, plug it in. Nothing. Okay. Start messing with it. Pull out the RAM, put different RAM in, plug it in. Nothing. Okay. Unplug it, pull out the RAM, unplug all the hard drives, everything like that. Hold the power button in, let it, you know, take the power button out. Um, let it sit, unplug for five minutes. Okay. Plug it all back in. Don't plug anything else into it. Right. Just, just turn it on. Turn it on. Fan spins up. Fan spins down. Nothing. So now I'm in a state of like, oh crud, this isn't good. I quickly get my friend on the phone. I said, hey, just want to bounce some ideas off you. And he goes, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And I said, motherboard, huh? And he goes, yeah, that's my thing. No, (laughs) no. Okay, so quickly jump online, serversupply.com. We order a motherboard overnight um, from New York. So this is Monday. It's going to get here on Wednesday because it's not even going to ship until, wait, no, it's Monday. We're going to get it on Tuesday. They ship as long as you get it in by noon Pacific. They are 3 p.m. Eastern. They will ship that right then and there. Okay, not a problem. So Tuesday morning, I head to Salem, which is about an hour and a half south of here. Do a complete computer install build. Um, they're set up all new office and up and running. And I was going to stop off in some other sites that I have down there and say hi. Nope, head straight back home. So I get back home. And uh, the server, get the motherboard gets delivered right about 3 p.m. my time. So I go and I grab the motherboard because it gets sent to the shop. I don't know if they signed for it. And luckily, the shop is five minutes from me. Um, get it, bring it out. You know, first thing I do is take the chip out of the old one, right? Put in the new one, and it doesn't fit. What? I'm looking at the grooves. It doesn't fit. I got a, this is the Dell T110 2 server. I ordered the Dell T110 because when I talked to them, I said I got a Dell T110. Forgot to mention it was a 2. They sent me a Dell T110 motherboard. The chips are completely wrong. Everything else is identical except for the chip architecture. You, you asked for the right thing, though. I don't know. I, mm. it, it was a conversation that, so. Gotcha. So I'm like, oh, no. Okay. So now I need to, and it's now after 3 o'clock, right? Um, so they're closed. Can't do anything about it. I can talk to the salespeople, but I can't really right. get a motherboard out that day. Called up the company and said, hey, here's the problem. We have to, you know, we have to get another motherboard. And she's like, well, what if we just... Um, get another server and we kind of ran through some quick ideas because we had some time now um, because nothing was going to happen until the next day but because it, the, this computer was in a raid you'd want to stick with the same raid controller card mm-hmm. because we have to put the raid settings and so by going and buying a new server that may not be the best idea just because we you know the the raid you could lose data so we so just you wanted had, to match everything up we had to match right. everything up okay so order another dell t110 two motherboard now this is not going to ship until wednesday so then thursday morning and i I then ordered this one, um, so it came in in the morning, which was more expensive. Um, and so ordered this one. This one came in. Everything worked. Got them up and running. Um, but that was, you know, that was my, uh, that was my week. I had this server go down, and and this was so. This was just this was their data server. This was their QuickBooks server. This was their Act server, which is some kind of a, it's a, a kind of a content, not a content management, but it, it contacts and stuff for. Mm-hmm. Um, it integrates with Outlook and stuff. So they were down, and the whole time. The lady's just getting more and more stacks of, I mean, their business is still selling parts, right? They're getting more and more stacks of papers, their handwriting, everything on it. She's got to input all this stuff in it. Oh my gosh. So we did that and they added more RAM and they're back up and running. But, you know, you got to, I just lesson learned to me that it, whether you, it was them or me. Did you try resetting the CMOS too and all that? Yeah. No, it was dead. It, it just it wouldn't post. So I have, a, I've got motherboard here still, but the other ones are new to Similar issue with me. I mean, it wasn't a server. I go to my local music store and I, I have this t-shirt that I wear. Friends of mine got me because I'm always fixing their computers. No, I will not fix your computer. So I'm in there 
and uh, they're familiar with me. I buy a lot of stuff there. They just don't they don't remember my name. But he starts asking me a question to the owner there, and he's around my age. And his wife, they just got a new Dell i5 machine, Windows 10, a few months ago. And um, they're trying to save Excel files, and it's not saving right. It wants to save to one drive, and they don't want it on one drive. And their home is attached to this music store. I said, I can look at it for it. I, so basically, I guess you're just, you're just not used to, you know, the, the, the way Windows 10 looks. You know, everything's, you do, you do everything the same, but it just might be a little bit. So I, I move stuff out of the OneDrive and I put it right on the desktop. And here, look, everything you know, I showed it had, I guess they have their Office 365 might be a little different than the previous version of Office they had before. So I just, I'm showing, I'm figuring it out on the fly here. Just, just make sure when you save it and then you look, we'll go, cause she said she had saved stuff and it's not there. All right. So we'll move it out of OneDrive and put it on your desktop and go save something. And, and I showed her how to do it. I'm going to save it. So hopefully, I'll, but in the meantime, they had an old uh, HP i5. I said, let me look at it. It might be, she was telling me it wouldn't come on. And said, let me look at it. It might be just something minor, but it might be just a power supply. I have a spare power supply. Anyway, I took it home. Well, my my spare power supply doesn't work. It's dead or the door. I'm not getting anything out of it. And theirs is working in there. But just like you, I'm not getting anything, nothing. I might get a span. The fan will spin up shortly, but I'm not getting anything. I reset the the jumpers on the CMOS. It did everything. So I'm thinking it's a, it's a motherboard. But now I'm going to tell them if, if if they don't want the case, you know, let me have the case. I might. I'm thinking about putting a little cheap AMD thing in there. I get something for under 100 bucks and put it in sure. there, or get another. Sure. The thing is, it takes a an H61 motherboard, and it, and that's what I have in here in this i7. But it's they're obsolete now. You can find them, but nobody's. You know, it's like you know, for a four year old motherboard, it's a Z77 chipset or something. Or it's just. Well, actually, it's an H61 chipset, but it was a, I think I have an ASRock Z77 in here. But it's just, you know, it's like a dinosaur now. You can find them. But eh, maybe I'll just go with a, but it's, it's got the i5 in there. It's still a nice chip. So I was thinking about, you know, trying to get the same type of motherboard. Anywho, so. That was one of the questions they asked me. They said, well, can't we just go get another motherboard? I'm like, well, the problem is, is that sometimes, you know, Cases are built around motherboards, and it's a Dell motherboard, so I'd have to find the Dell one with the right, you know, especially, so if it was just a, what's called a, sometimes I think it's referred to as a JBOD, J-B-O-D, just basic disks, you know, mm-hmm. um, if it was that, if, the, if that was the case, then I think our options would open up a lot more, but because it's in a RAID 1, which is RAID 1 is that, so there's two, two one terabyte drives, and so they're mirroring, um, but you wanted to get the exact max, so you'd have to you, mess around with any reinstall. You, you almost, you almost have to. Yeah. And, and the reason you almost have to is, is because of the RAID controller. Um, so if you, if you switch RAID controllers, there is a chance that you could lose data because it's not going to import everything. Now, I will be the first to, when it comes to RAID controllers, that is not high on my expertise list. Um, so I have a friend here locally that I've called him, and man, I owe him like a steak dinner, flowers and uh you know <laughs> like a box of chocolates because this guy has saved my bacon now um definitely a couple times um so and i i have compensated him uh, and so i'm hoping to, to do a little more but um that's the one thing we had to do was make sure we get that same raid controller so if it was just an off-the-shelf market because they did say well why don't we just go down to fries locally which is kind of like a micro center micro is that what you have there yes so it's kind of like that um, right right um uh, and so, but we couldn't just do that because of the whole raid thing. Now, if it was, like I said, just a JBOD, that would be a little bit different. We could, you know, back it up, um, import it back in and do all that kind of stuff. But 
Oh, well. But I did get that. I'll put it in the show notes. But where I got that motherboard from, and you could get a whole bunch of other parts there, is from a place called serversupply.com. Super easy, serversupply.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can search by manufacturer or by, you know, oh, I just need a hard drive and go from there. So uh, that's that's that one. Um, oh, that same morning. So, <laughs> okay. So then the other the other computer that did not come up, he finally gets a hold of me about 7 o'clock and says, this was sent to me, and it was a picture, and it just had memory error. So I said, we'll just reboot the server. They rebooted the server, came back up. Okay, everything's good there. Okay, good. <laughs> Check. At the same time, at 4 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock, something like that, I got an email from a client saying, our um, <laughs> our domain has expired. You go to their website, and it says, domain has expired. Mm. So he's, now email was still up, so that was good. But uh, we had to, I had to quickly. So in the process of trying to fix a server remotely that has a memory error, trying to bring a server online that's here in my house that's in pieces now, you know, it was in pieces at the time. I was getting a notice of, you know, hey, our domain's expired and we can't get to our website anymore. So uh, luckily, said, like I said, email's up. I was able to communicate with him, call him on his cell phone. He gave me his credit card number. It hadn't gone long enough yet. It had only been down for, um, this was the 19th, so it had only been down for six days, but still. Um, it's the And so we, we fixed that. We fixed where this, the email is being sent to. So that way, uh, next time, when he when he does this, but I think he bought it for nine years, so I think I, I think he wants to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Um, but yeah, so that that all came back up online. So my Monday, um, my Monday was rough. My Monday was really rough, and then it, it got a little bit better during the day, and uh, and but the the week ended well. Um, super impressed with how the week ended, and was happy. Um, went to a football game last night. The the band played. I was helping with props, and that's kind of what I do. Um, props and kind of what's called compound um, for band band competition so this is just uh, a game but um within the first three minutes we had a touchdown we had so we got the kickoff we ran it back for a touchdown uh intercepted ran it back for a touchdown and then something else happened a fumble ran it back for a touchdown so the score ended up being pretty high i think we were 51 to 20 something um but yeah it was uh, and it was just you know i think i heard the the band fight song a lot of times last night sometimes you don't hear it at all <laughs> except for the beginning when they come running out but uh every time they score a touchdown they played it a lot so it was a fun. It's always fun to go watch high school football. Does your son play on that team, or no? My son's in the band. Actually, the both band. my son and my daughter are in the band. Got so it. I should move this, huh? I feel like I'm looking not even at you guys. Is that, is that better? No, I feel like I'm looking at you. I feel like more more one on one. I don't know if you can see that HP on there or not. Oh, uh, oh, there you go. I clicked on you. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I'm gonna ask if if they want it. I mean, because they might not want to put. I could probably get an AMD thing in there for under a hundred bucks, you know, like a cheap AMD, maybe a dual core, or, but I don't know if they'll let me have it. Maybe I'll yeah. just get another same type of motherboard so I can use, uh, benefit from the i5. Yeah. Is that a, just a, is that, that's not one of those HP proprietary power supplies, is it? Or is it? It's no, standard. no, it's a, sta- it's so, a standard one. So that's good. I mean, I've, you know, we've all gotten in those situations where we open up a computer and we're like, Oh, Oh, well, Dell, Dell's good for that for sure. But this one, this one looks like, I might be able to get a micro, it's a micro ATX. I might be able to get one. I think everything will fit in there, even mm-hmm. the power panel connectors. They, I mean, oh, it's, cool. it's a one thing, but I bet you it'll work. Yeah. yeah. But Well, that's that'll be fun. I haven't built anything. This is the last thing I built, which was about four years ago, because I, I see these Dells, like i5s on sale for like 400 bucks. I bought yeah. two of them in the last, I think I bought one like six years ago, which I said sold for like 200 bucks. And I got one a year ago. It was for 400 bucks. Yeah, it's cheap. I don't know if I could build an i5 for for you know, for four hundred bucks. So well, eight gigabytes you know, the, of RAM. Well, here's the thing that that about building computers now is I remember when I first started. I'm still not looking at you. I remember when I first started that I would um, build computers, and 
still to this day, I will build computers if somebody wants me to build them a computer. I haven't built a computer in so long. I know how to do it. I just, there's no, the, the, the return on investment's not there anymore. So here's the thing. Here's, here's, now, if I need a specialized computer, I will build a computer. Probably if I was going to build myself a desktop, I would probably build one, but I'm not even sure. Because here's the thing, right? You go out and you buy all these parts. You buy your motherboard, your RAM, your power supply, your hard drives, your, you know, whatever. And they all have individual warranties with them. And when right. one goes down, you have to call that one manufacturer. Whereas now you can get Dells or HPs or even uh, Lenovo ThinkPads that have like a three-year warranty and it's kind of like that bumper to bumper yeah it may, you know, on your it, car. It's, it may not pay but you know the geeks so to speak uh, they do it because right. well i know what's in it you know well, of course it's going to be what i want to do and uh because i i bought stuff i had problems i bought a you know when i actually when i bought this i had a um corsair power supplier it was dead it worked for like five minutes and it died i mean right. it's not a big deal i mean i took it back but still you know it's it can be a pain for each individual thing you know you have to, if you have a problem with so there's benefits and pros and cons there, oh yeah there definitely are there definitely are and you know and a lot of times you don't have to go to the manufacturer if you buy from micro center or from fries or from best buy or from right. your whatever your local one you know hands down they're going to keep your customers and they're going to actually take the supply they're going to take the part back and they will deal with whoever right, their right. their distributor is you know um but for businesses and, and customers, I just say go, you know, just get this part or just go get this computer because it's. I, I feel like that way when something goes wrong, I don't have to go, oh, what was that again? Oh, that's right. I need to pull that apart. I need to go return it. I need, you know, I can just call up Dell, run through the Dell's hoops, and then Dell will come out on site and they'll replace the motherboard or whatever. Um, it, it, it's preference. You know, it really comes down to preference. But I think if, if I think that as especially new techs coming into this business, go out and build yourself a computer. Build yourself at least one computer. Um, make it yours because you need to know exactly what all these things do, what all these parts are. And, and they've actually, you know, remember Mitch, I, I remember taking, well, we've talked about this before in the past. I remember taking my A plus class and we had to memorize the IRQ codes. Right, and, uh, right. Like, you don't, I wouldn't, now, I wouldn't remember it now. Oh my gosh. I opened up some an old, an old book the other day that I had from that class. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I don't, I, I had to have it referenced the IRQ code error and gosh, ever. The problem is, well, and now everything's color coded. So when a client calls me and they said, where do I put the video? I'm like, it's blue video goes to the blue port. Like they've really made it, <laughs> they, they make it easy. And even inside on this Dell server, it was really nice because they actually, because of the RAID configuration, they actually had all the cables labeled SATA A, SATA B, SATA C, SATA D. Um, so you would, when I replaced the motherboard, I actually knew which cables went where. I would have marked them if they didn't have that. Cause remember, you gotta have, you know, gotta put it back on the same thing. But, um, but as a new text coming into this, and, or if you've never ever built a computer, go, go just, you can get parts now really inexpensive. Go build a computer. Um, it's fun. I mean, if nothing else, it's fun. I remember building my first computer, having it all laid out in my front room, sitting there, and I was watching the screensavers when the ridge, when it was on, when it was on tech TV, and I was building my lap, I building my desktop, and I had a good time. It was fun. Yeah, I remember the, the first one I built, it was, I used to do AMD in the beginning, back in around late, or 2000, a little before maybe. And I used to, it was, uh, Intel CPUs, but it was a VIA chipset, if you remember those. And, uh, yeah, it was like, I'm, you know, like, I'm, cause, the, you know, the information wasn't as good as it is now. You know, like, I mean, now you want to learn, you want to oh, learn yeah. how to do something, you go on YouTube. But, um, and I'm asking questions and I'm in all these forums. Anyway, and, it, and it, I got it and it worked pretty good. But then I started building, uh, I, I, I back in the day, AMDs were probably at one time maybe faster than Intel, but now mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not like that anymore. And so I've been, I don't know, I've been the last, I don't know, the last five machines I probably built, they were all Intel, at least. Um, but now I'm thinking about 
let me do an AMD one again because they're so you know a lot of bang for the buck. So might try that again. I kind of you know I was with AMD for a long time, um, kind of back in that same time frame where they where they felt like they were really kind of taking over the Intel market. Um, and now I've I have not used an AMD, and actually I have a couple AMD laptops at the school that I work at, and they for being for, they're the they're the new laptops, but yet the um, Lenovo like SL five hundreds and SL five tens, which mm-hmm. are a little bit older, those are Intel chips, and they're 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 like Celeron or, or Core two duos. They actually smoke <laughs> the AMD new ones. Really? Um, I think I I think the AMD. This is just my my theory. So or my my thoughts. I think the AMD processing line between the hard the 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 desktop and the mobile. I think they kept going on the desktop, but the mobile has really suffered. And when I see people with AMD processors, especially in their, in their laptops, I just, I notice a huge difference. I just, they don't get the, you kind of just feel like it's so sluggish. Like it's really, like it's running, pulling a, a you know, a, a box of bricks behind it. My sister, she updated, uh, actually a desktop that I had built probably 10 years ago. Was, and she did that about, oh, about two years ago, I guess. And, um, she got, an AMD, I don't think eight, eight or for fifty bucks more, she could have got an i three, and and that thing was so slow. Plus, she had DSL, the lowest slowest speed speed you could possibly get. And I said, you know, I said, sis, for for you know fifty bucks more, you can get an i. That's all it was. She she wouldn't go for it. But then this thing is so, ugh, it's it's terrible. She but she since her 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 uh, condo complex, they switched from uh, DSL to Comcast. But she's saying she don't see any difference. Hmm. You know, I, I gotta think the slowest speed for Comcast is going to be ten times faster than the slowest speed you can get for, you know, DSL. But I'll I'll see him next time I go over there. Yeah, yeah, I've got a customer that just recently switched to to DSL not too long ago, and um, I don't know, did I? I, I can't. I don't think I mentioned this story last time. So I, I have a I have a customer who um, they have to go with CenturyLink. That's the only provider that they can get. Same so here. Did I mention this one? Uh, no, no, I'm just saying the, the only choices we have here is uh, is uh, Comcast and CenturyLink. Uh, maybe maybe Verizon, but it would be just plain, it wouldn't be Fios. Right. Well, they don't have a choice. They have CenturyLink, which is basically just their DSO line. Um, and the location that they're at, they're at, if they wanted to get Comcast or Verizon to come in, it would cost them like $30,000 for, for them to trench it in. And they're just like, no, we can't, we can't do that. So, but what they had is they had, they had, a, a, a Verizon reseller. So they would go through this Verizon reseller for their internet and they were getting like 12, 12, two or something, something along those lines. It was DSL. Um, and then, but they were going to actually switch back over to keep the same service because it's just basically, it's just a CenturyLink reseller. Um, but they, they could get a faster speed by going through CenturyLink direct. So they were switching back over to CenturyLink direct. Um, so what they did is they they said we're, they called me up and they said Martin we're going to do this and I said okay not a problem um want to let you know that the CenturyLink people are going to have to come out and make some changes I said not a problem we have a static IP um the CenturyLink router is in bridge mode so it just passes all the it's just it just blindly passes everything through to our first hop firewall and then it gets configured from there not a problem uh, I said you just need to let me know when they come out because we may have to change we may have to we may have to change the IP address but it's already since it's a CenturyLink reseller and we're just going through CenturyLink probably not but you never know right and so please just let me know when it's going to happen she said not a problem I've already scheduled it now they will let me know when they come out great one day I'm sitting here and I see the they have the open mesh devices and I see the open mesh devices go down and then come back up 
you know, I get a notice and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So they, they, they gave me, nobody called, nothing. So it must have, I just figured something hiccuped along the way. No problem. That night I get a call that well, actually that night I'm doing something and I noticed their whole network, every device offline. And so I said, Hey, just, um, every device is offline. What's, what's going on? She says, CenturyLink came out earlier today and they swapped us. I was not there. I was offside at the meeting. They didn't get a chance to notify you. They notified me as they were walking out the door saying, Hey, we're done. We've swapped everything over for you. It's like, uh, okay. But now you're down. Said, yeah. I said, well, I could meet you there. She's got some stuff to do. It was late at night. By now it's like eight o'clock at night. And I'm like, I could drive out there if you want. We could do this. She says, no, just, just meet me out there in the morning. Not a problem. Go out there in the morning. I jump down. Right. I, I plug in, you know, I have to check my side. Maybe it's, maybe it's me plug into the switch internal. And I confirmed everything internal is working fine. So it's not the DHCP server. The server's up and running. They can get to their drives, everything. They just have no internet. Okay. Reboot the switch. Let's try that. Nope. Reboot the firewall. Nope. Reboot the Comcat. Reboot the CenturyLink router. So now I've rebooted everything. I brought everything down, brought everything back up. Since, you know, the networking gear, I didn't bring the server down. Um, because they had, they were getting IP. So I, I think this, I, I knew the server was working out. Nope. Nothing. Um, and since the CenturyLink router is in bridge mode, it's just passing the data through as opposed to a lot of sites that I work at. Um, like you get the Comcast router, and it's usually 10.1.10.1, right? And then you have your internal network. And what I'll do is if they have their own router, I will still leave. I'll put a, a I'll like create the DHCP scope on the Comcast router to be like 100 to 110. Um, and then I will statically assign the next gear to a different IP address. So that way, if something goes down, I could walk in, plug into the Comcast router and say, okay, I'm getting an IP address from the Comcast router and I can get out. It's internal now as opposed to external as, you know, so I have a, I have a way of segmenting my, my networking gear. Um, I couldn't do that because it's a bridge mode just passes everything. Okay. So I'm like, well, we, we probably now need to call Comcast or not Comcast, but CenturyLink. So we call CenturyLink and we say, Here's what's going on. And they said, oh, okay. And they said, okay, let me see if I can ping your, get to your router. And we could get to, we, we could get into, uh, we couldn't get into the CenturyLink router, but we can get into our firewall. And I said, uh, she says, I can't, I can't ping your router. And they said, well, yeah, it's in bridge mode. She says, well, okay. And I told the lady who was there, I said, worst comes to worst, I can hard reset the, the router. We could just give it another IP address. We could take the other firewall out and, you know, we could just, we could just, we could make it work. Um, I, I asked, did CenturyLink text leave anything, any documentation, any notes, nothing. They said, nope, they were here, they were down there, they walked away. Okay. Went ahead and talked with her and she goes, oh, I, you know, do you, do you, I said, did you, they didn't leave us anything. Do you have a username and password? Because for CenturyLink, you, you know, you have a kind of an ID. And they said, yeah, here it is. So I go into the router and, and it's PPOE. I go in there and I put in the new information. Boom, comes back up. So I told the lady on the phone, the CenturyLink rep, and I said, okay, here's the problem. We were supposed to be notified. You didn't notify us because these are questions I would have asked before they left. Okay. And then two, and they didn't leave any paperwork. So even if they didn't notify us, they didn't leave any paperwork. CenturyLink completely dropped the ball on this project. And luckily this happened on a Thursday because the night before Wednesday, there was a huge major production going on and they needed wireless serious. And I got called about six o'clock because one of the pastors was not able to get his MacBook to connect to the wireless. We rebooted his MacBook and everything came back online. But he was kind of having, he was kind of, he was kind of anxious because we needed the network to be up because he was doing a big presentation. Um, and this happened the night after. So we, uh, but they're up and they're back up and running, but man, and they can't do anything else. They have to stick with CenturyLink. So, so you, you actually, you said you did reset it and put the credentials in or no, we just had to change their credentials and then it came back up. But CenturyLink yeah. never told us they changed their credentials. They mm -hmm. just left. Yeah, so. I, I don't, yeah, I, a few times I mess with uh, DSL and 
because I was told to do the same. They wanted it. They had um, they had Verizon DSL and not Fios, but they uh, it wasn't wireless, so they got a wireless router. So I'm every telling me put that in bridge mode and use the uh, wireless router. And so that's what I started doing. But but of course they didn't know their password. I couldn't do anything without their password. And right. But you know, and I and I'm on the phone with. I mean, they helped and everything, Verizon. But I was I must have been on the phone for an hour. They said you don't have to put it in bridge mode. Just change the IP address on the keep it you know different from 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 the uh, Verizon. And anyway, it worked. But everybody's telling me not to do that. Do it that way. Dave, my son's telling me, no, you don't want to do it. But Verizon's, Verizon's telling me to do that. And it worked fine after I did that. But I had to be on the phone with them for like an hour. And if I would have oh. done that from the get-go, it would have been done. <laughs> Change your battery. I no, I think that somebody's making something downstairs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, that's just, yeah, I can smell it now. Um, the... Yeah, we ours. Uh, they do the same thing. Yeah, they're all connected from now until eternity. They will know that on uh, episode 180, the smoke detector goes <laughs> went off. <laughs> a, hot, a hot discussion. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's been a um, uh, it's been a it's been a good week. Uh, so here's some here's some good news for you. Do you remember Matt Reaney? Of course. All right. Well, Matt wait, wait, is going to be more than one question if it's a if it's a Yes, I'm gonna to have to chart. No, go ahead. That's right. No, yeah, yeah you're exactly yeah. right. Um, uh, Matt Rainey, myself, and Marvin B. We're bringing back Podnuts Pro. We're gonna have our first recording this Wednesday night. Um, it's not gonna be a live show, right? As of right now. Um, but uh, take a wait uh, for that to come out. It's gonna be. Um, we're gonna talk more about business, kind of, kind of what's going on in our in our, in our businesses, kind of maybe some tips and tricks, and um, hopefully to get some people writing in with some with some questions. If it's too long, of questions, you know, we'll have to charge you for that. But so we can't solve all everybody's problems. But we're hoping to bring that back, and um, we're trying to go for a weekly show, but that's gonna be coming up here. So Podnuts Pro is coming back, uh, Marvin, myself, and Matt Rainey, um, right. and those are just those are just two guys that I I I am humbled before them, both of them. I mean, Matt Rainey is Matt Rainey, and he's you know. If you've never listened to any of the Podnuts Pro with him and Lalo uh, before, go back in the archives, and uh, I think you can still find them there. If not, uh, give us a give us an email, and I'll make sure I can find a place for you to get those. But yeah, those uh, those two, they just they had such a dynamic. And uh, Martin Martin B, he's he's great. I love listening. Right. I could listen to him all, and I don't I don't understand like you know, I've just not, never gotten into that field, but I just love listening to him. He's really really good. Yeah, Marvin is um, Marvin's a lot. Uh, he's with Jeff on. Uh, Jeff Hallish on the Podnuts podcast on Sundays, so that's where you you may have heard his his voice. He comes in there. Um, he's MBS Systems. Uh, Matt Rainey. So Marvin is out of uh, Florida. I think Matt's out of Louisiana, and then myself here in Oregon. So did, we're gonna. Did you meet him in person? I've met who? Mark Martin. I mean uh, Marvin. Marvin. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. No, I met Marvin at, at uh, Chicago, and then Marvin and I went together to Toronto. Um, right. Yeah. So no, I met. Yeah, I've met Marvin a couple times, and um and then i've met matt rainey when we were in was chicago was that the and, recent thing that toronto was that recently yeah the unconvention, the unconvention. yeah, yeah, you, yeah so you matt, saw mike smith there and, yeah matt couldn't make it but yeah the unconvention was that was fun so it was uh, a lot of times yeah jeff hellish john dubinsky myself uh marvin uh we all we all hung out with uh, you know mike smith was there and uh, mike smith brought his son that was nice to meet him because you hear a lot about mike smith's son but never got a chance to meet him and so that was fun um cory holtzman was there oh uh, cory did oh, i didn't know he went on oh. wait no, 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 Fruitman. No, oh, yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, from uh, the other guy, the Canadian one. Both Canadian. Corey Fruitman, Fruitman from the uh, software. Um, yeah. What's the software? Yeah, software, uh, software. Uh, Come on, it's a sponsor on this one. Partners, you can't forget it. 
No, no, I thought it was a sponsor. Yeah, they still. No, no. Um, oh well, I'll, I'll get it because we Thank you. we uh, can't yeah, get so that wrong. I know. I'm sorry, Corey. Uh, but no, it was, it was it was good. We had a good good time. And I guess um, is OLF this coming weekend? I'm hearing a lot of chatter know. about that. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not making it to OLF this year. So, um, but I was instant asking house not, call. Instant. That's it. Instant house call. Um, and I've talked with him and said, hey, if you want me to test out on some Linux boxes, let me know. Yeah, I met him when uh, Mike Smith had the meet up a couple years ago. We went to Philly, right. and Fred was there, and uh, he was showing a lot. Uh, Fred had a lot of questions for Corey, and he was showing a lot of stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. But, uh, so uh, my daughter, we ordered my daughter a Chromebook for school, and she had it for three days before you would just turn it on, and you would see in the in the black the black screen it wouldn't boot up. Okay, and all it would do is it would it would you could see around the edges the lights it would just get brighter and dimmer and brighter and dimmer. So I mm. called up Asus and we had the RMA and send it back. But so here's here's a frustration. Here's my little soapbox. I buy a brand new Chromebook. I have to get it RMA'd and I get a different Chromebook back because they're not under. I don't know why they sent me the, a completely different Chromebook, a used Chromebook that has some oh. dirt that's some dirt and stuff on it. My daughter had this Chromebook for three days, brand new Chromebook, and they sent me back. Um, I used one. Now, most manufacturers will do that, but I don't, seriously. Pros of you know, cons of getting stuff online. I, so I don't, I mean, what do you do with a Chromebook? You have to send it back to the manufacturer, right? I have the warranty for it. That's different. That's them fixing it if something, you know, but, well, so I had to send it back. But I can't. But did you send it back to, uh, you, you only had it three days, you said? Did you send it back to where you bought it from or from? The... No, I've, I, I contacted Asus support. Mm. I mean, so if you got get, something at Amazon, you got... Yeah, you can, I did. I bought it through Amazon. So should I have just called them and say, hey, it's not working? I would definitely think so. Oh, yeah. Ah, darn it. If, 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 if they handle it, you know, Amazon was... Oh, yeah. They're real... I mean, I listen, you know, like, you know, uh, listen to Mike Smith a lot. Not mm-hmm. live, but always... And he, he has some issues with uh, Amazon. They always made it right. Like, he had something... He got some dual monitor or some monitors recently, and he delivered it to the wrong house. It wasn't at his house. But they made it right, you know, and he'll tell, right. and he'll tell you. And uh, oh yeah, no, I've, I've definitely had that too. I've ordered some parts and it never showed up. Yeah, I've been getting gone. a lot of stuff from uh, Amazon lately, and uh, finally I started remembering using uh, the Podnuts, uh, you know, thing because I, I didn't even think about it. But I, the latest thing, I just I got a, a new audio interface. I got one of these focus rights, and um, so I did uh, do the Pod. What is Podnuts dot com slash Amazon or something like that? Yeah, but you Podnuts. you can go right on Podnuts dot com. They got a link right there, and it'll take mm-hmm. you right to it. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't had any issues yet, but uh, it's the only bad thing about getting stuff, especially if you got a computer online or something. I mean, if you, know, you got something Staples, you can just take it or wherever, you know, Walmart right. and take it right back and they'll give you another. Yeah, I don't like that. And especially they give you something used. Yeah. So my daughter's cool with it. She's like, well, all right, whatever. But I'm, you know, it's just the point. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I mean, is, it, whole, is it a lesser point. model or is it? No, a, no, okay. it's the same model. It's exactly okay. the same. I mean, it's not. It's see, hers was all black. Mm-hmm. And this one's silver and black. Okay. So for right away, she noticed it. Right away, I noticed that it was dirty. I mean, she's like, well, okay, it'll work. You know, so she's cool with it. But um, I don't know. I just feel like, it, it, you know what I mean? I, I just feel like, you know, I bought it new, brand new, three days. I should have gotten the same one back. Cause, or, you know, whatever. I don't know. It's just the thing that I have for that, especially for that one. So, um, uh, yeah, it's just been between those kind of those those networking issues, um, new users, um uh, laptop need another an extra hard drive on it. Luckily, it had another bay in it. Really, it's been um, it's been kind of this week has been okay. Um, you know, I've had enough I've had enough work drama, if you will, um, for for it to be a full week. 
but not enough to send me over the edge. <laughs> Which come, come Monday morning, I thought if my whole week's like this, I'm definitely going over the edge. It's like me at work. I mean, you know, you work for yourself, so things things have to get done. So I work nine to five thirty, and you know, they I have new chores for the last, I guess, year maybe. Anyway, they're not allocating any overtime, and sometimes I punch out five thirty, and I'm there another ten or twenty minutes because just something sending some email or I want to explain something, and but uh, thank goodness I don't have to. I don't have the responsibilities you have. That's uh, some people can do it. I I don't I don't like it. I couldn't. That's why if I'm you know I'll fix a, you know a computer here and there and mm-hmm. I don't, just don't know if I could do it for a living. You know? Yeah, it's you know and I you know the, I think there's only been a couple days and in in the last almost five years now where I've really thought I don't did I make the best decision? Um, and and usually it's it's those it's just those moments where you you just kind of question your skill set. And it's really, there's nothing I could do. I was not responsible for, and I can't be responsible for the motherboard going dead. Like I didn't fry a chip. I didn't drop anything in there. I didn't, you know, I didn't drop the computer. It just, it would have happened at some other point. Right. But the thing is, is at that moment, I am completely reliable for what's going on with that. And that's part of that stress that nobody really talks to you about owning your own business is that all of a sudden I now have a $2,500 server that I may have to fork out $2,500 now to replace. Um, I, you know, I had to send the other motherboard back, and so there was a shipping cost back, and there was a return fee back, and then I overnighted the other one faster. So there's there's costs that I ate. And so I, I, you know, I did not make any money on the parts on this. I actually lost money on the parts because, you know, so, so it's kind of twofold. One, it's all on your shoulders, right? So that whole server now relies on my shoulders. It's not me working for an employee where they, where they, where this big employee, this big company goes, well, yeah, we can pay for that. Not a problem. And it just kind of gets funneled away and nothing ever. I don't actually feel the ramifications myself. It doesn't actually hit my pocketbook. That's one. The other one is, is that I, customer service is very important to me and customer, you know, my reputation is very important to me. So I'm going to eat the cost to make sure that my client is happy. And that's part of the other side of the business too. So owning your own business is not just about taxes and, and, and employees and things like I, that. I have to stop you. Now, sure. if, a, if, a, if there's a hardware fail, failure on something, you know, one of your clients, you got to flip the cost on that? The problem was is that the motherboard was wrong. The original motherboard was wrong. So I had to overnight another motherboard to me. So yeah, I had but to gonna, you're going to get reimbursed. Back. You're going to get reimbursed on that, right, from the Well, I don't know whose fault it was, so I'm going to eat it. That's part of the, the customer service thing is that I'm going to eat the, the shipping, the $22 to ship it back to New York, the $15 restock fee, you know, and then I will eat. And then I'm also eating the, and it's, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things that I could pass it on. But I think in this instance, because they were down for so long and the motherboard, the wrong motherboard was ordered, whether it was my fault or whether it was their fault. And I don't know if I had, if I had documentation saying I, I, I ordered the right, I told you the right one, but I don't remember telling them the right one. And that's, that, that relies, you know, part of that's on, on me then. Um, yeah, but 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 the price the price of the board itself you're going to get reimbursed, right? Yes, minus the shipping. Yeah, but it's, of the original one, no, you know. So I, I understand. You know, yeah, yes. So there's that. So that's you know. But like I was saying that there's those things as a small business owner that that you those that's not part of the the thing that you think about. You know, when you're starting up a business, you're thinking about okay, how am I going to make income? Am I going to have an overhead? What am I going to do? Am I going to have employees? What about taxes? What about all this other kind of stuff? You always kind of, you always have to remember that above all of that, all of that has to take second place to your reputation. Because if you don't have a good reputation with your customers, if your clients don't like you, if you are snotty on the phone, if you're just a jerk, 
All of that stuff doesn't matter because you're not going to have any income coming in. So you're not going to have to worry about taxes. You're not going to have to worry about employees. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, filing stuff because it all takes, you know, your reputation definitely takes precedent over that. And so I'm going to eat these costs, you know, not all of them, but I'm going to eat some of the costs for a reputation to be held so I can keep my employees happy because that one employee may talk to another business and I've had, you know, that that business now may be bigger and I can make more money with them. It's, uh, you know, and, and this may not be everybody's, you know, this may not be everybody's stance, um, you know, but I like to hear from people about this. So if this is, you know, as a business owner, if, you know, you know, it's, it's tough. I don't, you know, but I was not, Monday started out awful and it ended well yesterday and now it's Saturday and I'm going but back. But you have work. time to do this. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. So it's Saturday morning, but I made, we made time for it. So, um, I got a, a few things. Um, yeah. So my boss comes to me, he's got a. He has an old, no, I'm sorry, a newer Asus laptop with Windows 10 he got a few months ago. So he's telling me he, it had updates, and he rebooted, and it wouldn't take the password, the logon password. Um, so, you know, I'm researching things, and it seems like it's not an uncommon thing with Windows 10. So I said, well, did you use a local account or a Microsoft account? They said, no, I didn't use a Microsoft account. So I downloaded this uh, this software called uh, LaySoft. You could, it makes it easier. You, you can do it through, through Windows rebooting with the, you know, getting in Windows and uh, uh, getting a command line and do stuff. But th with this disk, it makes it really easy. Anyway, so I bring it in. All right, we'll try it. So I'm thinking he's typing something wrong. And no, it, wouldn't, it just it kept on saying incorrect. So I, um, so I booted up with this CD I brought in. And sure enough, it says it's a it's a Microsoft account. It only works on a local account. I said, "Oh, that's easy enough. Go ahead and go there." And oh, I tried that. It didn't work. And uh, I said, "You well, you have to know what you know email address you set up with it and everything." Oh, I don't know if we have anything. Anyway, so so I reboot in safe mode on the on the laptop. Um, you know, it's Windows 10. You, you know, you you hit the shift key and the shift key and the uh, uh, restart, no, the power down key or restart and shift key, and I'll bring you up to the, uh, uh, well, you can set it up and uh, the fix it thing. I forgot, you know what I'm talking. You have all these different options in Windows 10. So, yeah. and then right there, it's telling we, you know, we could click on a recovery thing, and it, right there, it's telling you it's got an email, the uh, the whole email address for the account, oh. which it didn't say it on when you log in. So, well, there it is, Paul. That's what you, you do have a. Well, there's your um your your Microsoft account. Just go online. And oh, I don't know. so he tried it when he got him, and they they reset. It. You got to be connected to the internet. So he got it. He, he got back in there. Why it wouldn't sign in after the updates? I don't know. You have to ask Microsoft that. But he got it. So and I was saying, I was telling, well, if you have to do a clean install, but I'm not. I don't think you're going to have to. But he don't want it. He don't want me to work on it because then he'll feel obligated to give me something. And he he's got seven kids. He can't. Well, they're all half of them are grown up, but you know he can't afford paying any. Yeah, kind of money out. I wouldn't charge them anyway if I, if I had to. But yeah, I when I set up Windows 10 machines, I I'm always trying to do local. I have it on um, I have two machines with Microsoft account. Uh, now one of them I have I did this thing for Microsoft where um they gave me 105 gigabytes for uh I'm involved with this thing for like and I'm using I'm using Bing it does you know this you know it records information what you know my, my habits or whatever and i never use it but i still and this is like two over two years ago i just went and banged the other day and i still have it on that account 105 gigabytes in there i don't use it but you know it's there but then yeah. now they drop you i think uh you know uh, google drive gives you 15 gigabytes free and i think microsoft they went from 15 they just dropped it to five yeah <laughs> yeah 
But I still have that 105 for signing up for this. Uh, you know, they want to see my buying habits or, habits or something when I use Bing. And, of course, I never use it. I don't even go in it. I never go in Bing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was when I was installing some Windows 10 machines. So when you get to that point when I should use your password, you can hit skip, skip, skip and skip. go through this stuff. Or I found this out when you're getting there, when it's installing Windows 10, unplug the network card. When it gets to that point, it's going to say, oh, you're not online. And it automatically takes you right to the created local account. Yeah, I remember the first time I didn't see it. You have to, you, you, like you see, have to keep, it's like on the bottom left, skip or whatever. Yeah, you got to do hoops. Yeah. But if I found out I just had the network card unplugged on one of the laptops because I was installing it. And recommend settings. Do not do recommend settings. Go on the, uh, well, I don't because I turn everything off, you know, that, you know, where So what I do is I do recommend settings because it's easy, get through it, and then I go grab that ONO shut up 10 product that we talked about last week. And then that kind of goes back through and gets rid of all the other stuff. So, um, but then you you constantly have to change for all the updates you get, you still have to go back there because sometimes they'll really enable stuff. No. Doing your privacy settings. Well, wouldn't it, wouldn't it re-enable if you have it off from the beginning? I, I think I think it can if they get do some updates. I saw some uh, YouTube tutorial where uh, the guy you know, he had everything turned off, and then some Windows Windows updates will will turn it back on. So you got to constantly, you know, check oh, it. Windows. Yeah. So, all right, all right. Well, remember to check your Windows ten Windows ten uh, updates um, after an updates. You know, go back and check your settings. Maybe just keep that O and O shut up on on hand and and uh, run it every now and then. That's an easy option. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me this morning, Mitch. I know you're going to go see a soft. You're going to go see a baseball game today. Tonight we have the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, they were they're in contention, um, nice. but they've been losing a lot lately, and they're uh, they were out of the wild card um, by like a half a game going into yesterday's game. They finally won. We'll see. And uh, real quick, Sling TV. I wanted to. Oh yeah, bring that up. That's an interesting topic. I'm I having a lot of people at work come up to me, ask me about it. I said, well, I don't know. I haven't tried it, but it's like I know they have a basic package package for like twenty bucks for twenty five plus channels or something. I haven't tried it, but it sounds definitely sounds uh, interesting. It does. And you know, I should um, maybe we can get maybe we can do a cord cutting show and talk about what we do uh, because I'm a cord cutter. Um, and we she we can get uh, we can get uh, Tracy on Tracy Holtz to come on the show. Um, he is a cord cutter and that man, I mean, that's how he is a hard cord cutter, cord cutter. He knows exactly where everything goes. And I believe he uses Sling TV. I'm going to have to get a hold of him and find out. But yeah, I've never used Sling TV. I've heard about it, but never used it. Yeah. And actually I just saw it. They just advertised it on, uh, um, TV, network TV. I was watching, I forgot what I was watching, but they just brought it up on network TV. And it's, it's like all of a sudden people are asking me. And I remember they used to have the Sling box. I don't know if they're related or, or what they may be. But I know you can get it for Windows. You get it for Roku. Apple get TV, Win- iOS, Roku, I, right. Amazon Fire, Chromecast, Xbox One, Android TV, and then it has. Then you can do it on your mobile. I have my computers well. hooked up to my TV, so yeah, several. Times um, no Raspberry Pi, but but we'll have to fix that. Well, if you have, if can you, you run Windows on App Raspberry Pi, right? I don't know. Mine's just running Cody. So Cody's, not Cody. Cody's, Cody's nice. Yeah, how not is, Cody Cooper. Yeah, how is Cody Cooper doing? Um, I think he's good. I that's the other show that I'm on every now and then, but uh, I haven't. Tuesday nights have been banned stuff, so I've unfortunately been missing Linux for the what rest of us. What other show? No, no, no. That's oh well, Linux for the rest of us. I usually jump, jump in there. They still do it. I didn't know. They yeah, still do they it. do. They do. Um, but I need to jump in there. I haven't. It's just been with softball on Tuesdays and now banned stuff on Tuesdays. Uh, I have not been able to get into the chat room and, and talk with them. But yes, they do. They they yeah they produce. 
And I haven't seen Cody Cooper in person in, um, gosh, it's been a while. Not, I was actually, is he too far? For, is he that far from no, you? No, he's not. I just never, mm. I, I gotta make it down there. I was down there for that, for that deployment on Tuesday, but I had to get back home. So I didn't, uh, I didn't stop by and see him, but no, he's, he's about an hour, maybe an hour and a half from me, maybe. So we usually meet at Fry's. Like he'll, he'll drive up. I'll drive down. And that's usually, that's a good place where we'll, we'll roam, roam the aisles of Fry's together and create pod nuts havoc. We try to go through and change all the, I'm getting this. The, I'm getting this. Change all the uh, computers in the store to podnest.com. <laughs> I mean, I've so. done that before. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, Mitch. Well, have a great day at the baseball game. Eat a uh, Oreo hot dog for me. Who are they playing? Diamondback, Arizona Diamondbacks. I've never saw, uh, I've never seen a National League team before in person. Right. So. That's our um, hops here, our, our, our uh, single A team. That's, that's our affiliation. Oh, so really? Hillsborough Hops is the Diamondbacks. Yeah, they're the feeder team for Diamondbacks. Now they're single A, so it's their feeder team, but they're way down. Mm-hmm. Way down, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, if you want to reach us, uh, geeksters at podnuts.com, that's how you can get a hold of us. Um, we try to record when we can, <laughs> he said. Uh, you can reach me. I'm Martin at obandocomputing.com. Uh, we have a phone number, but I don't remember it right now uh, for our voicemail. We'll find it again. It's gotta, we got to get back in the groove here. Um, if you want to check us out live um, or just check out past shows, geeksters.com. Oh, sorry, podnuts.com slash geeksters. You can just go to the deals and or you say geeksters live. Anyways, go to the top. You'll see shows. You can see all the shows. There's a my, micro PC show. There's, uh, of course, Geeksters. There is uh, the Sunday show that Jeff and um, those guys do, including Marvin. And, of course, we got Podnuts Pro coming back. Um, if you go to podnuts.com, though, make sure you disable your ad blocker because you will not see the banners and the links for our um, great sponsors that make everything happen. Um, and, of course, we want to thank our illustrious leader, Door to Door Geek. That guy is one of the hardest working Podnutsians around. And I truly, truly appreciate him and his hard work and what he does for, the, for this, uh, for this uh, company. So, Mitch, you got anything final to say? No. uh, Have a good week, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, Talk to you soon. And, hey, don't forget to be grundled. All right, guys. We'll check you later. Bye-bye.